And we're back on. All right. Is this 14? I don't even know. Uh, 14 and 13, somewhere around there. Well, I have like three or four podcasts still banked into this thing that I got to publish out right okay. now. But I think this one's going to jump in just because it's time sensitive. Okay. But the talking about the CrossFit Open today. CrossFit Open? Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this or one. Or our review of the CrossFit Open. I think it went very well, man. I had, a, I mean, I had a great time. I think everybody else had a really good time. Uh, I think it was really nice that we got, got out there a little early. And it wasn't like this whole day event. Uh, but, I mean, you talk about week four of the open, huh? You talk about week four, like the, our yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in-person competition. Mm-hmm. I thought that was for me. I thought that was kind of like the highlight of the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think about the actual open? Open the three H HQ actual workouts. Like, uh, well, I guess just because I guess maybe real quickly we need to backtrack is that so people understand maybe if you're not more of an OG CrossFitter like how this operates. Okay, so the first. Three open workouts this year are published by CrossFit headquarters. Mm-hmm. We do have no part in doing that. That's all completely up to headquarters. They put that workout out Thursday at noon, and then we obviously do it on Fridays. Yeah, we don't know it beforehand. Like everybody knows it on Thursday. Yeah, and obviously the week four open workout for us was something that we did individually. But the open was actually only three weeks long. That headquarters put out those three workouts. Mm-hmm. So. My question to you is, what was your review of the three headquarters workouts? Of the three headquarters workouts? Um, How'd you feel about them? To be honest, I think they did a pretty pretty good job. You feel like you uh, Yeah, I thought they were pretty well programmed. Um, I mean, all of them. I feel like, I mean, you hit deadlifts, you hit burpees, you got mm-hmm. that on the second workout. Uh, first workout was that snatch box step over workout, mm-hmm. which had a little bit of controversy on those step ups <laughs> for the all step you down. people. Uh, the people. step downing. Uh, so I thought that was a little different, little change in there. And then the last workout, y'all ended off with a little bang, a little gymnastics and thrusters. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, like a, almost like a crazy friend almost. They had a lot of people, like one of the, one of the higher up games athletes really bitching about the programming this really? year. Really? They did not like why. it. Like it was too simple? I think they get too wrapped up into that. Yeah, it needs to be very more complex, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Um, They said, I did hear a bunch of like games out there saying that this was like one of the most lazy opens that they've ever seen. Yeah, they said lazy and like just poorly programmed. They didn't put a lot of time into it. A lot of time and effort into it, so to speak. They were just kind of like, it was like the workouts were thrown together, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. and I, I guess to a degree, there's always an argument to be made about that. But on the other side of the coin, the open, because honestly, yes, is it the first stage of the CrossFit Games? <clears throat> yeah, that's part of the puzzle. But the essence of the open is about the whole entire community in itself. Mm-hmm. And those workouts have to reflect that. Yeah. You know, really that the highest skill movement you really saw the whole entire open was the bar muscle. Bar muscle. And I guess to a degree chest the bar. And like the last workout itself was their high, the highest technical movement of all three. Um, it's, it's not meant to be a test of like high level gymnastics or high level strength or anything like that. And I think those guys want to see stuff like that. And that's not what that stage is for, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for the masses where, you know, pretty much everybody can do... A deadlift. Everybody can do a burpee, so to speak. Everybody you know? can do a step up. Everybody right. can do a step up version of the of the workout, and so we're even a good portion of the population can do the workouts pretty close to prescribed. Yeah. Right. And so, I think they are looking at it through definitely a competitor's scope or lens. Okay. Then, as the whole entire you know community itself. Yeah. I mean, are the workouts like super flashy? No. No. Not so to speak. Like they're not like something that's gonna blow your socks off when you look at it. 
Uh, they're very simplistic in the way they do it, but those are sometimes the ones that hurt the worst. The, worst, the yeah. ones that aren't flashy and not sexy are the ones that are, are sometimes the toughest ones because there's that there is there's no reason there's nowhere to, to hide. Right. Like it's just like you it's just an energy output thing, right? Like it's just like here's the workout, like it requires zero skill. Like the burpee deadlift one, like it, there's zero skill. It really doesn't on the strength aspect, it wasn't like a crazy heavy weight, pretty common loading, 225, 155, moderate load for most athletes. Yeah, it's heavier for some people. But there's nowhere to really hide in that workout. This is all pretty much engine output workout, right? Mm-hmm. And even to the degree the first one was a lot of this engine output, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak. And then the last one, obviously, was output. That first was the skill. AMRAP, right? AMRAP, AMRAP, yeah. And so overall, I mean, I didn't think it was badly programmed, Right, uh, I think, and especially on, a, on an affiliate standpoint, like on a way of, it made it easy for us to do. It made it super easy for the affiliate itself to be able to run the workouts, right? Because there's been workouts in the past where, you know, they had overhead walking lunges or walking yeah. lunges where you can only program five, five people, people at a time, time. And, and that's what we were kind of worried about. That's what we we're super worried about is that you have, hello Carter. <laughs> Carter's interrupting the podcast once again. She likes to say hello. You good, baby? <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where. It can be a nightmare for an affiliate to run some of these open workouts because you can only only run five people at a time. Color. Oh, Carlin wants to color. It's color time for us over here. Kel, you got to take over the podcast for a second. Here. <laughs> uh, no, for sure. Um, in my opinion, though, I kind of felt like uh, I don't know. I thought the open workouts were very ran ran very well. I thought the program was pretty cool. Um, to me, I thought it was cool just because the way they structure their games thing now is I find that it's okay to be kind of simple on the first couple um, because now they have like those quarterfinals and you have the semifinals and then you go to the games. Um, so I don't really mind the open, those three workouts being so simple um, because kind of like we were saying earlier, everybody got to do them and there wasn't like any crazy movement in there on the first workout. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that way, like once you get through the simple workouts, you get to quarterfinals and that's where it kind of like starts to pick up the difficulty and you, cause you yeah. see like the GHDs, the rope climbs and all that kind yeah. of crazy stuff. Um, and for the competitors, that's kind of where those people are going to shine once quarterfinals come. Um, but for your most everyday person, like the open is still really fun for everybody. Everybody was able to do it. So I kind of like that. No, I thought they did a good job in, in that retrospect. I think overall, like, I think the only thing I wish they would have done in the open this year was having one of those workouts where either a, you had some type of like ascending weight mm-hmm. of a workout, right? Where kind of like the last one. What do you mean? Like the last one, like the thrusters. Um, are you kind of talking to, about like a time frame? Type well, yeah, thing? they had ascending ladder there, but the, the weight wasn't necessarily aggressive, the aggressive. aggressive, like 135 thruster. Yeah. It's a heavy thruster. But I mean, still, a good amount of the population can do, can do it can do it to a degree, yeah. right? I'm talk either like where it gets like, or like ascending ladder of the weights kind of we've seen like more in the past, like the squat things or the squat sandwiches, mm-hmm. or you had the max lift, max lift, kind of yeah. like we did in our open to it, like our four open. Yeah. I think seeing that allows the athletes to just like we had on that, our Saturday open workout allows those athletes to give them an opportunity to PR, right? Because you've seen how many people yeah. PR'd in the open. When they're like, oh, there's no way I can lift that barbell. No, lifting that barbell. That's the coolest thing about it is seeing people PR mm-hmm. and hit these crazy lifts. Yeah. Um, so that's for a super fun part about it. So that's it. one thing I wish they would have had is the ascending ladder, so to speak, where and it could have been just like a straight AMRAP where, you know, a 20 minute AMRAP of, you know, pull ups and, or the, like a repeat of some kind. Like Every that. round you go up by like 10. So you go pounds. up to 10 pounds, yeah. something like that, where you get to those barbells where 
you know, you get close to like hitting a max lift that you didn't think you would have in the workout or you have the lift afterwards, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like I thought like one of the best, the cool one, the cooler workouts they programmed was, what was that? 2018. The one where you had the dumbbell squats and bar face and burpees. That was probably one of my all time favorite workouts. So do you remember, I can't remember exactly how it's programmed. Was it, was it, was it a straight AMRAP? So there were many times left over you had a squat clean? You, I think you had, yes, but I remember if you hit the time cap, you still had like you still a had certain time? amount of time. Okay. Right? Um, I don't remember exact time, but I remember like if you hit, I think it was like 12, 12 minutes. I think if you hit 12 minutes, uh-huh. you still had like a, a banked in time to hit your lift. Okay. But if you finished before that, obviously you got to rest that whole time and you almost had like extra banked in time. Okay. So the workout was one up to 10 dumbbell squats and bar face and burpees. Mm-hmm. So you did one, one, two, two, three, three, up to 10 for time. Yep. With like a 12 minute time cap. And then you had X amount of time, whatever it was, the thin final warm max squat. And it wasn't clean. long. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a whole, but like you, if you finish the you finish in like six minutes, right? You had that extra yeah. time to do the lift. So I thought that was like a really good opportunity for, it was a very simplistic workout where, you know, everybody can do a demo squat, everybody could do a bar face and burpee, right? It was, there was nowhere to hide, like it was no skill involved, it was high output, and then you paired it up with a heavy lift like that, and people, a lot of people PR their lifts doing that workout, doing that, that you know, way. and so we're, I, I wish they would have programmed something along those lines, Yeah. in my opinion, that's probably the only thing I missed out on, it's probably my one complaint I guess they had. Uh, was what they missed out on. But I mean, it, overall, I thought in the way of how it ran smoothly and that everybody could do the workouts and there was really no bottlenecking in the workouts, I thought they did a good job there. Yeah, for um, sure. What do you think about the burpee standard? The burpee standard? Where you could do the, you didn't have to jump off at two feet. Oh, didn't I? I I'm all for that. You like that? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, don't, I, I hated jumping off two feet, personally. It's one of those things, it's, I'm kind of torn. Um, because I mean, it now make it the harder. judging, I'm not gonna lie, it makes it harder. But. The judging standard on that is now very subjective. Like, if I just kind of like at the last second before the other foot hits, kind of hop, hop off, off. Yeah, it's a very subjective movement now, where it comes very close to a step over. Did you? Okay, so I was watching some. Now that you say that, I watched probably two different videos, um, and they were both women's like games athletes, and they they had it down to a science. Like, where they almost made they contact. Were, it literally looked like they were just like kind of like stepping over it and straddling yeah. over the bar. That's what I'm saying. So it almost um, comes a step over. So it, which is dramatically they were doing easier. It, the way they figured it out, I mean, it looked way easier. Yeah, it's dramatically um, easier. I mean, you're able to move faster. You're able to keep going. I mean, the jump does make you use more energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Um, I think like so, a, I think the it'd be an impossible standard to do is like technically I think the standard should probably be is you can jump you don't necessarily have to jump with two feet but both feet have to be off the ground before any of the feet clear over the bar over level. the bar that'd be a good way to look at it I guess but it's not that'd be an impossible standard to hold but even jumping off two feet I mean if you really look if at you watch them they're still kind of hopping you're off hopping off one you're still kind of hopping off one foot. Um, and so I always kind of hated that standard because, I mean, you could no rep somebody at any given rep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not, like, a necessarily, like... And I think that's standard. why they changed it. Maybe. I, because it was, like, if you watch a lot of these big-name games athletes that are moving very quickly, they're still kind of, like, hop, like, kind of like a boop-boop off they're the like ground. like, right to left and just hopping over. Yeah, because they kind of they come out of the burpee and they kind of spin mm-hmm. out of the burpee. And, and then they, they let like, them do that kind of stuff. And then they're kind of, like, they're kind of jumping off that foot and the other foot's kind of coming right off afterwards so it's not technically a two foot jump it's close but it's not quite that way and so i think that's why they changed it but there's always a 
to a degree, always a ways around the standard, especially okay. a new standard. And so with that standard, you have people Figures pretty damn close doing a step over. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I, I'm going to find that video again and I'll send it to you. Yeah. But, I mean, it's literally like a straddle over. Would you feel, like, how'd you feel about the 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 non-bounding box step or box jump over? Um, I mean, I understand why they did it. Personally, I would I would love bounding. Um, I yeah. like bounding. I mean, they it understand like why they little did it. competitor aspect to it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you got it, you can go so much faster. And it, to be totally honest, if you can do them, they're easier. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can rest at the top. I mean, it doesn't take as much energy. Stepping down is just it blows those legs up to me. Well. I mean, the reason then why they did it is because to protect the athlete from themselves in the way of like Achilles injuries. Achilles, like, no, they don't want anybody. They don't want people to kill their Achilles because if you if you allow bounding, that's the only way you're you probably have a good score on that workout. You have to bound the box yeah, jumps, yeah. and so they're trying to prevent athletes from hurting themselves by not bounding off the ground. But then you can also make that argument for a lot of movements, right? You could say, you know, a handstand push up. You're trying to prevent the athletes from crashing their head into the floor. Too strict. Or yeah, yeah, or whatever it may be, or you know, a ring muscle trying to prevent athletes from tearing their shoulder, or whatever yeah. it may be. I, you could kind of make that argument for a lot of movements to a degree, um, and so I'm kind of like torn on that. Like I understand why, like, but at the same time, I mean, do you, well, any movement to a degree, you could say we're trying to protect the athletes from themselves. Yeah, I bet if they were to put like a box jump, if they were to have put box jumps into the quarterfinals, I bet they would lap out. About bounding, hundred percent. I think it's just for the like kind of like the general public. Like they didn't want like. A bunch of like, more well, parents like well, rupturing their Achilles. The thing on, is, is like if you were, if you're super concerned about that, anyways, you know, could, you could just made it maybe like a a box, like a weighted box step over. Like you, you could you went from a snatch, like a, like a you immediately put the dumbbell on your back and then doing like a yeah. box step up or a box step over. I mean, I personally I cannot stand weighted box step ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, box step ups. I mean, it reminds me of a lunge, and I'm I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah. Um, not great movement, great movement, but I, I personally hate them. And I think probably the only critique I have for the last one was that the double unders were kind of an afterthought. They're kind of just there to annoy you almost. I, I feel like there weren't even really a like the volume was so low that it was, it was like, like, like 42, 36, 30. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing for only three sets of that. That's nothing. Right. It's the one thing to do 30 double ones, but you have like, for instance, like some of the previous open workouts where you did 10 rounds. Yeah. That's well, that tough. Up, that's right? 300 double ones. Yeah. Right. But you're only talking a workout. that has got what? 108 double unders. I think is what it comes out total. to be total and over a spread out for most people, you know, that workout was somewhere around the average is probably somewhere around 10 minutes yeah. total time. So I mean, 108 total double unders in a 10 minute time frame isn't, crazy, a, crazy for a lot of people well i mean what would you rather see like something like 175 50 or like yeah i mean i've seen 50 yeah so like, like let's say i was programming a workout like that for i think that would have been a lot better it had been yeah it definitely would have been like a higher volume number for sure mm-hmm. so like what was the first set 21s so you could have done definitely some type of thing with the 21 where you multiply that by four mm-hmm. right so it was that come out to be 144 I'm not doing math on 21, so it's 80, 84 double unders. Yeah. Right? So maybe that comes up to be a little bit more of a separate factor. 84. 84 double unders. So you just basically quadruple the amount of double unders that you do compared to that particular set. Yeah. So like the last set of 15 would have been 60 double unders. 60. Right? So that's a little bit more of a separator where that now the double unders become a little bit more of a factor of fatiguing you. Yeah. Where these double unders were really more almost like to recovery. Kind to of. a degree, they really other than Trey, <laughs> but <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but uh, overall, the double unders were an afterthought in that workout. Yeah. I mean, if you're 
decently proficient at double unders. That was yeah. Or you just eliminate the double unders altogether and just do the just straight. Say, hey, go. And just do it straight do the thruster pull yeah. combination. In my opinion, either up the volume like a heavy frame. Yeah, either up the volume of double unders or you just do straight up like a Fran style workout. In mm-hmm. my opinion, I just don't, I don't think that was a very good call with double under volume. But yeah. I mean, even if you watch like some of those higher level people, like I watched Mally or Brian do it. By the way. Anybody hasn't seen that video of Mario Brown doing the thruster? Like 407? 407 or 416, something ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, if you want to see somebody go crazy fast, that's the video to watch. Um, but I mean, even when you're watching that video, she's literally grabbing the rope for 10, 15 seconds and dropping it. Like, I mean, it's 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 done before she even picks the rope up. Yeah. Um, but I will say that rope, that was a fun workout to watch. No, I thought, that was, I thought that was a cool workout overall. Um, other than, like I said, the double air critique is the only thing I'd have. But overall, I mean, I thought I didn't think it was necessarily a bad work, bad workouts by any means. Um, they're definitely a, a shift from what the day casual workouts were. Yeah, in my I could definitely, you could definitely tell. A little they're bit. not quite the same. Um, I wasn't. It's not that I complained about them, um, but they're like definitely normally a day shift has in them. something in there to where like you're either repeating some old nasty workout or it's like you like you were saying earlier, like you have that time frame you have to get a certain amount of work done and then it increases or the weight goes up or something like that there's yeah. probably always something like that yeah um but all in all i'm gonna say i'm gonna give him a thumbs up and then also we had our week four yeah which i thought i thought went extremely well ran pretty smooth i thought the workouts ran smooth mm-hmm. um you know it's one of those things with those workouts it was one of those things where you know we had the original versions of what we had had planned and yeah. then those had from there molded and, and had variations as more and more yeah. of the workouts came say, up. For everybody that didn't know, we changed those workouts a little bit. <laughs> Multiple times. Close that door, Carter. What's wrong, baby? Oh, we got another Carter. We got another passcode situation. Another passcode going on. Here. Uh, but no, I definitely thought the uh, our fourth week ran pretty well, pretty smooth. I think everybody had a really good time. Uh, I think one of the cooler parts was definitely, like we were saying earlier, like that that max lift just brings like a different type of energy. I feel like it's like, Oh yeah, for like sure. Everybody kind of like gets Carter, up and around it, everybody. And everybody's kind of like jumping and hollering and screaming mm-hmm. and everybody wants you to do well. All right, we're back again. My wife live. Uh, but I was saying, um, I mean, that was probably my highlight. I mean, it reminded me so our open that fourth week open reminded me of like 2017, like mm-hmm. 2018 opens where we had like the intramural and everything. It was just yeah. everybody like cheering for each other. Yeah. Um, so I had a great time watching and judging and doing all that whole ordeal. Uh, I can't wait for next year to do it yeah. too, though. And it's one of those things like with those, I know like the, the workouts themselves, we try to, with the means that we have the workouts that were already published, Obviously, it, it molded and changed the workout, so we didn't want to have too much too repetitive stuff from what the open had already came out with, mm-hmm. which, you know, up until the very last week, we didn't know. And then logistics-wise, running the heats where it was clean workouts to where there wasn't a whole lot of transitioning going on. Everybody can kind of stay in their lane. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of chaos going on. And then that was fairness across the board with the equipment where – we really didn't want to use the rig where, yeah. you know, some athletes were getting certain pull-up bars and some athletes didn't have their pull-up bars that they would like and and things like that. So it was – logistically-wise, we had to shift things around. And, and, you know, obviously maybe they weren't maybe the workouts that were as, like, as flashy per se, but we had to work within the means that we had and the equipment what, – what equipment that we had. Yeah. And like I said, like that. And so um, – but overall, I thought that although it was a, a really good opportunity for people to kind of get together and, and throw down with each other and everybody had a good time doing it and – 
if anything, and like we said, we got out of here at a good time where you weren't ass beat by the end of the day. We didn't get here like seven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh my god, I could go a long like time for all day event." I could wait a long time for I do that again. Yeah. Uh, and then also you had the Carl Trey. That was the finale, baby. That was the finale. <laughs> the two hundred meter sprint, or the, I guess probably more like one fifty. Probably like one fifty. That was always fun. Do you think we should rewrite the intramural open next year? Intramural? Like the actual intramural open? Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, I mean. I'd say, I'd say yeah. I think, I think it's fun. Well, I kind of get some ideas rolling for that for next year. And I think, honestly, this year was a really good – the way we ended it was really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I think we've got to end it like that. we got definitely got to end it like that. I yeah. think that was a great opportunity. Now, those three weeks in there, like, there was some really good energy and it was fun. But trying to find a way to, you know – Pair all like the intermural open aspects into it again, yeah. but we're gonna have to think about that. I was like, like, you're like, you're like point wise or something like that. Point wise, where you know you participating as a point to your team and things as like that. Point, so yeah, for you sure. know, to a degree, you're, you're working out for a higher purpose, right? Like I'm working out also to help out my overall team, team through point yeah. system, right? Like the workouts isn't necessarily just about you, but also about including points into your team and things like that. And so, because uh, that was also fun as as seeing people you know, sign up to do it. And, and once you kind of get a little skin in the game, you're kind of like, like, okay, now I'm here now. Like I'm, and you see people push more than they thought they would have. Yeah. And so, uh, we definitely missed it on that. I think that aspect to a degree this year and, you know, but it's a learning thing. We always kind of, you know, experiment and see how things go and we pivot and whatnot. Uh, and then, you know, one thing we're going to try to do in the fall is the hurt for all y'all. For all y'all, it's the hurricane. I don't know what we're going to call it exactly the hurricane field day or the field holiday, day or, yeah, or yeah, hurricane yeah. Uh, holiday throwdown. Holiday throwdown. Whatever it may be, we do that field day where we're thinking, and like I said, we're always up to different critiques. So it's definitely early on. We got we don't plan on doing this until sometime in that October, November time area. But uh, so you have teams of four. It'd be you know all guys or all girls. So event one, we know, like, I know the outline, no, we, we had the outline, but yeah. event one, like a mile relay. Okay. So everybody runs a 400 meter sprint for time. 400 meters. 400 meters, 400 sprint, like relay style. So you come in, you tag your partner and they go. Okay. Second event, some type of max lift as a team of four, whether it be, you know, a clean or someone come out of the rack, like a, like a back squat or a front squat or a bench press, whatever it may be. Okay. Are we going to do the three lift thing for that? Not three lifts. That'd be way no. too much. Just like one lift. One lift. Okay. No, no. So, no I was saying like, are we gonna like do like we were saying like a long time ago, where we like have just bars preloaded and like you get three three shots. Uh, no, that was something else we kind of throw yeah. throw okay. out there, but I don't think necessarily that. I don't think we're necessarily. I think like like you just have like twelve minutes as a team to just figure to out fa- max. figure out oh. max okay. for like let's That's say you come cool. out the rack, say we're doing back squats, right? Like. You, you have your rack as your team of four and you have 12 minutes a team to find You're just a, taking a, turns a heavy max like where when whatever those numbers are where those numbers okay. add as a team total right so if every person on your team squat up 200 pounds right you have an 800 meter 800 pound total as a team all right uh event three would be like a 300 calorie bike for time Right, so like you're just sprinting for just you know going. twenty calories at a time, then alternating on and off the bike okay. for time, and then the fourth and final workout would be a tug of war. We definitely know tug of war is going to be in there. Now that's that is going to be yeah. That's going to be like watching Carl and Trey race on the road. Yeah, so that's definitely going to be the final, and you know we'll, we'll do like a bracket out, right? So you have you, your RX division, you have your intermediate division, you have your scale your division, division. <clears throat> right? Okay. Where and you have your teams of four, and you bracket out. So say we have like eight guy teams signed up. 
you know, then, you know, so you have, you know, heat one, heat two, heat three, heat four, then they advance four, then you mm-hmm. got, you know, teach that, and then you got a champion. Kind of like a little tournament. Yeah, like a tournament style. Yeah, yeah a little bracket. Cool. So that's kind of added that we have that we're going to do in the fall. Uh, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. We'll, we like to do something like that like twice a year, like where it's a little bit more performance-based stuff, right? That like kind of like a workout uh, event. Like, kind of like use your fitness. Yeah, like <laughs> use your fitness, so to speak. And then we'll have like our two parties a year where we do like this, this one party coming up here this summer. And then we have our Christmas party in December. Okay. That's kind of the idea. You like that idea. So, but, so you guys have been kind of looking at it like that. But I think overall, I think people really enjoyed it that, that participated. And like you said, you, you had a handful of people who wish they would have done it. And that's one thing. I think a lot of people didn't do the Open this year because they didn't want to suffer through the first three weeks. But mm-hmm. I think everybody saw how fun our fourth week was. Yeah. And so next year, I think people are going to be like, okay, I'm just going to suck it up, get through three weeks, and then that way they can have fun on the fourth week. Yeah. Um, and I think we can use that option for next year to where, uh, like if we do like the Intermill Open where you have the opportunity to, if you want to, you know, do the leaderboard thing where mm-hmm. you compete about on the fourth week you can, or you can opt out of that and just do the three workouts and add to your points as a team. So a total. So a total team, you know, participation. And like I said, we'll have to iron out the details. We've got a long time before yeah, we, we got really to get that down. Year. But <laughs> yeah, we got a while. And so that's kind of some ideas we're kind of floating around. But if you guys got anything, you know, if you guys are a little bit more OGs who, you know, did the ear open, you know, maybe kind of get, get, you know, give us, give us an opinion on if you guys want to bring that back or not, or, uh, if you guys, how you guys like this year, and we can kind of try to marry those two things together or not add to that and, and kind of and find some type of variation that you guys would enjoy and have a good time doing. Absolutely. So, I thought, like I said, I thought it was probably one of the fun things we've done. We've done yeah, for sure. So uh, we got, you know, another year before we come back around to it. One more uh, year. So if this, I guess this is real quickly, I guess we could do a little bit of this real quickly before we sign off of this is... You know, one thing I want you guys to, to be mindful of, like, obviously, maybe a small percentage of you guys who even care about this. But if, let's say, maybe, you know, next year, you're like, okay, I would like to do better in the open, or, you know, I'd like to maybe gear up for next year to do, you know, really like to compete in, you know, the, the week four is, you know, take this time to, you know, don't try to, you know, crush yourself <clears throat> with all these different hard workouts for a whole entire year. You're not going to sustain that, but really focus on, you know, building the base of, you know, getting quality movements down and focus on building general strength and building up the skills, like mm-hmm. trying to get pull-ups or trying to get a bar muscle-up or handstand walking, things like that, and, and focus on, you know, for the next few months, building up these tools. And then once you can get these skills down, and then you can start adding intensity into it in the future mm-hmm. down the line. I think a lot of people, they, they get done with the open this time of the year. They're maybe motivated for next year. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go super hard on these workouts. I'm going to do all these. I'm going to do three workouts a day. And I'm going to do go all this conditioning and things like that. And it lasts, like you said, like a month, like yeah. four weeks. And all of a sudden, they're like, they get burned out. and They can't sustain that anymore. And so really focusing on quality of movement and, and building up your base and focus on positioning and form and, and build that stuff up while you can right now you got a whole entire year to focus on that yeah. and then you know once you build that base and you've gotten these movements down you know coming to the fall time then you can start adding more intensity through your workouts and start adding in more volume and with that for sure. now you're ready for next year when it comes to the open time absolutely i mean i definitely like take advantage of this time and Till next year to actually get those improvements if this year you didn't have your chest to bar maybe you want to work on getting mm-hmm. your chest to bar um remember if you want to get you a bar muscle up, if you got all, all the chest bars but you didn't get your bar muscle up this year yep. um you got a whole year to kind of work on that before the next open um and so definitely gonna have y'all or give y'all some time to do that and then also keep coming to those class workouts yep. and that's and that's part of the coaching staff as well is is there something that you guys feel like you want to focus in on to get better at and 
you know, for next year, or just in general, you're like, I really want to try to get a bar muscle up or try to get double unders. You know, we're always here to give you guys tidbits and information. And, you know, if you guys really want to spend extra time and can actually get, because we'll give you tips like, hey, it was just you do this and this and this. But if you actually want a game plan, we also offer Hurricane X. Hurricane X. For you guys that, you know, it's relatively cheap overall. You know, you guys cheap as $20 a month. Yeah. Depending on how much volume you want to do. And, you know, that can go a really long ways with just a little extra structure and effort put in just a couple times a week can go a really long ways. For instance, like I'm trying to get a bar sure. muscle up. You know, if I just want to focus on, you know, two times a week for 10 or 15 minutes, twice a week, you know, we can outline a program for that. It can go a super, super long ways for those mm-hmm. people like actually have a structured, instead of just saying like, hey, we should just go do X, Y, and Z, right? And then at that point in time, it's on your shoulders to come up with a program, so to speak, out, right? right? And, you know, we can you know, give you ideas, but it's not a structured program. When you actually have somebody saying, hey, you're going to do this on Monday, you're going to do this on this Friday, Friday, you're going to do these amount of steps and this reps and whatever it may be, it makes it a little bit more systematic. You don't think about it anymore, you can just do it. That's definitely the easiest way, in my opinion, to get better is to have somebody else do stuff or program for you. Well, and to um, a degree, you're always going to do that. You're always going to do, stuff, do the stuff you're better at, right? You're gonna do, you can give yourself your own leeway, right? Like, oh, you know, this is too hard. Or you, like you said, you're going to manipulate it where, you know, it operates better for yourself. And when the coach can have that outside point of view Look and say, like, of, hey, this is where your weak points are. This is what we're going to have to focus yeah. on. It makes it a little bit – it only makes you better as an athlete. For sure. I mean, it, it brings out the truths. For sure. That's what I like to think about. So, so. so that's a review of the Open. Um, like I said, if you guys got any uh, feedback on, you know, what maybe what you'd like to guess, what you would like to see next year, definitely let us know, and we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Peace, love, and pasta.